My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 60. Today, Jared and I sat down and talked about Easter. We talked about the Easter bunny. We talked about hiding Easter eggs. We talked about identity. We talked about breakaway pants. We talked about Velcro breakaway pants. We talked about wood breakaway pants. Did you step in something? Dark pants in a puddle, I think. You killed a frog. Not great. Hey, we'd love it if you would take a few seconds and you'd hit subscribe. Give us five stars. And uh, if you have any questions or want to leave us any comments, you can call in at 940-247-0807. So let's go. <laughs> Hey, happy Easter week. Happy Easter week. This is the the biggest week of the year for Christians, maybe. Yeah. Is it that or Christmas? Ooh, I don't know. I think Christmas comes with a lot more festivities. Yeah. Easter yeah, kind of sure. Easter kind of comes with Emily and I were at the mall yesterday, just doing a little mall walking. Because we're twenty eight and twenty nine year old people. Yep. And those age that age range likes to walk the mall, you know? Yep. That's a good demo. Uh, put on my white New Balance. Okay. No, we, we're just going to see the, a movie. And Did you have jeans on? Had some jeans and some sneaks. And, yeah. But not really. We were just going to see a movie, and then we took a lap because we had just eaten, and felt, we felt like we needed to at least do, like, one lap around the mall worth of uh, burning some calories okay. before we sat down and Wait, you Wait, you went to eat first? Yeah, yeah. Where'd you eat? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> when was this? No, I don't remember that. It was like last weekend, this past weekend, maybe. My goodness. Friday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Whatever. It was a rainy day. When was that? Saturday. 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 It was that day. But anyways, but you don't remember where you ate? No idea. Um, uh, I mean, I was would, it fast food? Was it at the mall? I don't want. No, it wasn't at the mall. I don't want to sit here and think about it because no, we're gonna all set for in silence for twenty five minutes. Take me like two or three minutes to even recall. Um, where did we go? Oh, we went to, uh, um, we had a little brunch at Cracker Barrel. Okay, perfect. That's what it was. So that's, a he- that's a heavy meal. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, What'd you get? I got Grandma's Special or something like that. Hold on, pause. You couldn't remember where you ate, but you know the menu item's name. Yeah. Very impressive. That's fun. That probably, good names. That, that probably wasn't spot on, but I am good with names. That's the only thing I have a good memory with. There was a, some pancakes, a couple eggs, some bacon, and some sausage, and some ham. So heavy. So heavy, yeah. yeah. So anyways, so we felt like we needed to go walk the mall, and the Easter Bunny was there. Okay. Set up, for, I guess, for pictures with kids. There's no kids there. Not any, There was no line or anything. But he looked so creepy. Was he real skinny? Was that real, like, skinny, flabby? No. Bunny? He just, I feel like... He had like the whole like uh, Easter Bunny get up from the waist up, and then he just had like jeans on the bottom, and the east the the head was. Wait, you could see the jeans? Yeah, he might he might have just been there. He might have not been like fully suited up or something. I don't know, um, but he was creepy. He was super creepy. I don't I don't think walkers ever want to see the Easter Bunny. First off, you got jeans on. Yeah, finish the outfit. Yeah, was he gray? 
Have you ever seen those? Where it's like the Easter Bunny that's real dirty. Yeah. They stopped cleaning the, the costume. Or you should have taken that to a dry cleaner before at least. Yeah, and also worn not worn jeans. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but anyways, that's my story about Easter and Christmas having more festivities. Easter has some festivity too. They do. They, I always but forget not as about, much. Not as much. I always forget about the Easter Bunny. And I guess people do get Easter presents, which is kind of weird. Yeah, an Easter basket. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. But I think celebrating people at any point's good. But I don't know. You, you deserve a present. Yeah. I can, so the Easter, the Easter egg hunt, I know it probably didn't originate this way, but it's like, it's kind of symbolic, like opening up the egg and looking for your faith, <laughs> just trying to search know. the search, you know, the some, landscape for your salvation. You know, sometimes you put like live bugs or little baby pets in there in the eggs and you open it up and there's life that comes out of it. You put live animals in the eggs? Yeah, you don't do that? Uh-uh. It's, it's symbolic. No, I think it's a bad For the idea. resurrection. So you just do you just do the, the, the pagan Easter egg hunt. Yeah, no, no, we don't even do that. <laughs> we just celebrate the risen Christ. But no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's probably a good thing, especially for kids. That's a hard conversation to have with kids in general. You know, processing through like a, with a five-year-old the gospel. Yeah. And so then Easter is just like a nightmare. Yeah. It's not like there's anything wrong with having a, a party and looking for eggs. Yeah. I saw the adult one the other day. Did you see that? The adult Easter egg hunt? Yeah. It was like uh, somebody's parents and like they had all these adult kids and they were out in the yard searching for IPAs. Oh. They just had IPAs that's all cool. over, like all different colors. I feel like. That's a cool idea. I feel like that's how Jesus would celebrate Easter with everybody. Just, yeah. He'd, oh, he'd, for sure. He'd, he'd provide some, some alcohol and be just partying. Yeah. All day, probably. I mean, they partied right before. Responsibly partying. Yeah, they partied right before. Yeah. He was brutally murdered. Yeah. And then he disappeared. And then someone went to find him. And then somebody and he was gone. up the tomb. Oh, maybe it's... So maybe the Easter egg thing isn't symbolic. Oh, he, no, here's the, what you they should they do. They open up the tomb and then not find anything. But what if... Oh, so you just don't fill the Easter egg, so when you open it... People are looking. They don't find anything... They come back inside, and that's when you give them the gospel. And then that's how you quickly make a kid hate Easter. Yeah. You know all, you know the, all those things you opened that were empty? That's how you're going to feel without the gospel. Yep. So come on in. Let me tell you this story. Let me show you the passion of the Christ real quick. Yeah. And then you have an Easter bunny reading the story. No, because then I don't, th- I don't think Walker's ever going to see the Easter bunny. He's wearing a blindfold to the mall if we ever go to the mall with him. I'm not one. I think that's a bad idea. That's a CPS call for sure. No, I'm protecting, like, he'll he'll have some trauma. You're also if, bird boxing your kid. If he saw the Easter bunny that I saw, there'll be some trauma for the rest of his life. Yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not a big fan of mall Santas. I've only met one in my life I trust. Which one was that? I can't. I mean, the real one. Oh. The real one. So, like, the Miracle on 34th Street one? Yeah, but I know him. Oh, you know him? I'm just not going to say his name. Okay. Santa? Santa. <laughs> Same St. Nicholas. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Good fan time. of any of that. You don't know that person, you know, especially yeah. at a mall. We're not talking about like at a party or someone, you know, we were at a One Life Christmas party one time and, and Santa showed up and it was so cool. Like, I mean, that's real. But then you go to the mall and you got some dude. I think I've seen bad Santa too many times. I, I just don't trust it. And yeah. you take, I think Santa's probably ranked up there 
in the mole world higher than the Easter Bunny. Yeah. You can't even see his face. And he's wearing Wranglers. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah, this dude is creepy. I didn't trust. I, I even took a, t- a few steps to the side to get further away from him. Yeah. Not, he, he's kind of scary. Was he, or did he look like he just got done smoking a cigarette? Uh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That dude, he, he might have been like blacked out in his suit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, it, looked like, it looked like he like... <laughs> The day before, he like got off work being the Easter Bunny, went home, had like a rager at his house, slept in his Easter Bunny costume, and then got up and went straight to the mall. And forgot his pants. And forgot his pants. Just wearing, so there's like, gosh, dang it. I guess Easter- I'll just wear the Wranglers today. Yep. He yeah, pro- he probably had, He probably showed up in Justice Boxers, and they're like, hey, you got to put some pants on. And he yeah. bought some Went to JCPenney's. Yeah, and he hopped in a JCPenney. Went to Hot Topic and grabbed some pants. And yep. Yeah. I'm not, not a big fan of that. Yeah. We do celebrate holidays somewhat weird, though. Yeah, I'm also sure. I'm also having to balance myself between it's okay to celebrate things, like you should celebrate, and like kids doing an Easter egg hunt should be fun. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't take anything away from what Easter's about. But I don't know if you're 40 years old and still getting Easter presents. I'm gonna question that a smidge. <laughs> Did y'all do Easter egg hunts mm-hmm. growing up? Yeah, I don't. Did you get candy yeah, or so. did you get candy or money in yours? Uh, there would always be. I think there was always some money somewhere. We always had like one. So we had candy and money. Most of the ones that had money had like coins in them. But mm-hmm. there was always one golden egg that had like a twenty dollar bill in it. I never got it. Never did Justin get it. Also, always most of the time got a head start because I was I'm like the youngest out of all the my brothers and sisters and all the cousins and everything. So I was a little munchkin running around, so I got a little head start. Never got it, though. Never got it. Man. Yep. Not very good at finding stuff, apparently. Are you, are you still bitter about Easter because of that? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It's it's different, man. I think it's it's definitely um, a challenging week from like a church standpoint. You know, a lot more work goes into it, and I think that's cool. I think it's fun to party and celebrate big. If Easter, I mean, if what we believe is true, it should be the biggest party. Mm-hmm. Ever, so I think it's fun. I think the older I've gotten, the more I've gotten more excited about it, but yeah. I don't know. It's still kind of, I think if you aren't, if you weren't a Christian, it's got to be a little bit of a, a weird thing because you probably get drugged to church when when you don't really want to go. Yeah. Well, Christmas is probably the same way too, though. Yeah, but at least there's a lot of um, partying around Christmas. Yeah, You true. got Christmas parties, you got eggnog, you got presents. That's true. Yeah. Easter, it's like swing on by. First We're going to eat some food afterward. Why is eggnog a thing for Christmas and not Easter? Great point. That's I've never thought it's about that. It's literally called eggnog. That's a good point. That's probably what it's like made out of or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it's Easter egg, eggnog. Yeah. That's easy. They should have fixed that. Yep. Made it a different color too, like purple or... Yeah. Yep. Maybe we could sell that. Did you see that uh, um, that church? I think it was in Ohio. Their like, youth pastor was trying to do this illustration of what Jesus went through, like during the crucifixion and so he had like all his students there and he just like they're in a line and he's like all right there's going to be no repercussions for y'all doing this so if y'all want to do it just come and spit in my face there's like video of these kids spitting in his face and he's like again there's not gonna be any repercussions if any of y'all want to slap me in the face come slap me there's like kids just there's video of kids just like slapping him in the face and then he like takes his shirt off and he has like a steak knife on stage. He's like, 
Again, there's not going to be any repercussions. If any of y'all want to slice my back with this knife, y'all can do it. And there's there's like one kid that was like slicing it, his back with his knife. That's a little bit too far. In fact, there's a better way to illustrate. <laughs> Get your life together. You, you, you need to find this video. These kids are like hawking loogies. <laughs> I understand. I understand what you're trying to do there. Yeah. So no shade, but man. Yeah, there might be a better way. It started out, and the kids were like all like laughing and cheering on people, like other students spitting in his face, <laughs> and it like progressed. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't do it. Don't grab that knife. Yeah. Um, you need to look. You need to find that video. Yeah, and watch I definitely it. will. We so we used to do this thing um, at the church here, and I were part of called the cross raising. We would reenact it, and I think that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, it was like an emotional thing where you kind of watched it play out. Um, just I think sometimes I think that can get a a bad rap, but I think sometimes it helps to understand the depth of it. Like to really understood like what what he went through. Um, so I, I I don't have a problem with things like that, but I. I think having people line up and spit in your face, I, I get where you're trying to go, but I think that you were reaching a little much. Yeah. And I also feel like you make it about you. Yeah. You know? Like, watch me as I... It doesn't matter. Good for that guy for trying something new, I guess. I don't want to be a hater. I don't know what his audience is, but the steak knife's a little much, my man. Yeah. I, I think I I think I spoke wrong. It wasn't the youth pastor. It was like the associate pastor with the youth students. And oh, then, so he was coming down to flex on them. Yeah. But, yeah, you should uh, find that video and watch it. And then they, I guess, like, right after that, they, uh, man, he's, like, sitting down with the um, lead pastor, and it's, like, an apology video. But apparently the lead pastor was there watching the whole thing. And then, yeah. I, I've, I've been, I've been I, you know what, though? In his defense, I've been in the room before when someone was doing something, you're like, not good. But it's it's learning, like, knowing the balance between, like, standing up and being like, no, no, no. <laughs> Because then you got to transition it, you know. You kind of sometimes you just ride it out and yeah. let the ship crash. But I've I've not heard of that, and I will watch that because yeah, that is um, not a good idea. Yeah, not a real good idea. Now, am I going to try to do that on Sunday at One Life? Now, maybe. <laughs> you going to bring your steak knife up there? Yeah. I'm going to. Ron is just going to be talking, and I'm going to just take my shirt off and just set a steak knife down and be like, "There will be no repercussions." Come on down. Oh, gosh. Some, uh, one life, someone's definitely stabbing me. Yeah. I don't think, th- I think there will be a line to the back. <laughs> I was like, well, well, uh, it's like, you said it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a, it's an interesting time. This has been kind of a wild, um, few weeks in the, the sports world. The Rangers are rolling. Yep. And the stars were for one game. That's all right. It's still, uh, one two, so they're fine. We're both hockey fans now. Big, been a big hockey fan yeah, for, for a while. About seven days. Oh, yeah, seven ish days. That's been fun. Um, but the real thing I want to talk about is Dirk, oh, Dirk yep. Nowitzki, man. What a wild, yep. what a wild run journey for the greatest Maverick of all time. Yep. And really, a yeah, top ten player of all time, probably. He's he's up there. Maybe I, top twenty. I think. People still tend to like undervalue how good he was. Yeah, he was a he was a quiet assassin though for a lot of those years that they yeah. weren't good. They had a good stretch, but there were some years that they were terrible. Yeah, and he was constantly, constantly good. But I got um, 
I got pretty emotional. Yeah, some of those tribute videos were a nightmare. Yeah. Especially, we, I, especially when we like show the video and then it would like cut to him on the court yeah. and he was just bawling. I was like, man. It was a good run though. It brought up a lot of good things in me though. I, I played it in our digital meeting the other day. But like that clip of Dirk looking up at the Jumbotron in the Spurs arena. Like arguably his biggest rival. And then playing a tribute video and the last time he'll ever be announced. And honestly, like the third time he was announced in the starting lineup all year. And him just like looking up at all those highlights. Like I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah. Like all that time, all that energy to stay motivated for 21 years and to be one of the best. I think it's probably one of the coolest things ever. Yep. He's the GOAT. And he did it without with staying out of trouble. I don't know. I wonder if it's refreshing now to be done. I'm sure it's hard, but there's a lot of work that goes into that, especially when your body's starting to shut down. What motivates you? What's your motivation, motivational source? Oh, uh, for now, for sure now, my wife and about to be kid. Yeah. So that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Isn't it kind of weird? Like, even that like small switch in you that turns on knowing you have a kid. Like, yeah. Like every, it feels like a lot of things like you, I don't know, maybe I was different than you, but I just see things differently. It's getting a little bit more real now because Emily just like, we're last week was the halfway point. So we're like a week over halfway. I think it's starting to hit me like in like 19 weeks, we're going to be responsible for like a living, breathing human being yep yep that's a that's a big responsibility it's the biggest yeah but the best so i'm probably our uh once we have uh walker our podcast probably just gonna turn into me just asking you for parenting tips and then it's gonna turn to us both getting on the phone and calling someone else (laughs) that's what it's gonna turn into not not gonna be good yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh, I think I'm a pretty competitive guy. I think the thought of failing sometimes is more motivating to me than like the desire for success. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I think it's like a like a huge fear of failure sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, because I mean, how many hours did you spend with like basketball or baseball, like envisioning hitting a walk off or in the game winner. Like, it's not a good feeling whenever you're doing that in your driveway and then you shoot and miss. And then you're just like, oh, we lost the NBA finals. And then you just go in. Yeah. And so I think that there's something in me that's just like terrified of failure. Yeah. It like motivates me. And obviously yeah. adding a kid just like almost amplified that for me. It was already Katie. Like, oh, if I fail, I'm going to drop the ball for my wife. Now it's like, oh, and for this human being who literally needs me. Yeah. Because Katie kind of needs me. I could probably leave and be maybe better off. But Ellie, if I just leave her somewhere, probably in a bind. Yeah, like legally and Even though she, I think at this point she might be able to figure it out. She probably could. Maybe. Eat a couple dog turds or something. Yeah. Find some nutrition. Yeah. She can probably just steal my fishing pole and fish better than me and catch her own fish. Yeah. Another thing that Dirk, um, this is like a Lessons from Dirk podcast. Another thing that I kind of thought about with Dirk, and I'm interested 
your opinion on it is to do something for that long, I think is impressive. And to stay with the same team for 21 years is even more impressive. But why do you think now more than years ago, generations ago, why do you think now people jump around much more? Like from team to team? Well, like even just go life, like um, job to job. Why do you think people were constantly jumping around on jobs or doing different stuff? Where like I feel like back in the day, once you got a job, you kind of stayed with it. You always uh, hear someone's like, "Oh, he's been here for fifty years." I don't know if it's uh, because like people don't necessarily know what the like their end goal is or like what their dream job would be, so they're just constantly jumping around trying to find it. Yeah, like I don't know if we we're just like are like after growing up, we're um, I don't know we don't have as many dreams or we aren't motivated to the point where we're achieving the dreams that we did have. And then mm. we grow up and we just jump from job to job to job, trying to hope that one of them is like our dream job that we didn't know was actually our dream job, but yeah. we actually get and we love it. So I don't know if it's that I'm probably completely wrong with that, but I feel like we have a much shorter attention span. So we, For sure. um, like, I don't know. I think there's just a constant need for like new things after a while. Yeah. Because of our short, like, which can be attributed to our short attention span. I think we get bored pretty easily. Yeah. And then I think once you're at a job for a while, a lot of people get bored and then they get complacent and then they start feeling like um, that competitive spirit dying. And then they feel like, oh, shoot. I don't have any purpose anymore. Yeah, I need yeah. to, I need to like reset and try and feel like I have purpose again and try and feel like I'm providing something to this world and for my family. So maybe I'll find that at a new job if I just reset. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's, that's fair. I think that's part of it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I definitely think that's fair. Cause I think it's hard. Cause I never knew. Is it because, there's more opportunities now or because now based on social media or, you know, digital means of getting stuff out faster that we, we can find jobs faster or is it because people set out on this mission? I think our generation and, and younger really want to see change and change the world. But I think as soon as we hit the first roadblock, we're instead of like figuring out how to get back up and move forward. I think our first thought is how do I solve this? How do I feel better quicker? Mm-hmm. like oh this job isn't working as well i'm not loving it there's definitely a potential for a great future but it's just not fun right now i'm gonna do something yeah. different yeah it's like a constant we hit a roadblock and we just turn try to find the next thing that's going to be easier to get us to the next step where so i think there is something really special about committing to something and locking down and just like moving forward obviously there's going to be circumstances whether it be moving kids life better opportunities that come up. I think a lot of people just continue to move vertical or horizontally mm-hmm. because it's new, it's different, it's refreshing, easier. But I think that I think we're missing out on, and I, you see that in marriage. Yeah. You know, no shade to anybody, but you see that, you know, it gets difficult. So it's like, let's go find someone different versus like, I, I guarantee if you ask people who've been married for 70 years, they're not going to be like, man, best 70 years of my life. Never had problems. Yeah. They just like constantly committed and fought through it. And so. Yeah. So, yeah. Roadblocks are like more of a 
a point like a like a reset point now instead of like a point like an obstacle along the road hmm. that can benefit you but you have to put in the effort to get over the obstacle now people see the roadblock and they're just like oh that's a sign that i need a reset yeah yeah, yeah. god's closing that door right yeah. now yeah oh man i shouldn't have said that probably but i think i think people hang on that too much i don't know i just think there's something really powerful about putting your head down and grinding and working real hard to be excellent at something i was just talking about that in a meeting earlier like i, I think i really genuinely believe that being well-rounded is a myth like i think that you can be mediocre at a lot of things but i think you can really only be excellent at a few things and i think you can get better but i think too many people try to fix their weaknesses versus getting really good at their strengths like do you enjoy selling no I, I enjoy garage selling. Yeah. Maybe selling, like mm-hmm. uh, in a boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You yeah, might enjoy yeah. that. Um, but I don't, I, you don't like love in the business world, like going out and selling. No. But you probably could get better at it if you wanted to. I probably could. I for sure could. Like if if, I, if we needed you here to do it, you, you could get better at it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that would be, I think your time could be better spent investing in the things that you're really good at. Probably. You know? I think it's just small things like that that people get hung up on. Um, but I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Like, I don't know why I was so emotional during that Dirk stuff. Because that was like basically our whole like growing up. How long was he? 21 seasons? 21 seasons. 21 so seasons, he, yeah. He came in when we were eight. Yeah. That's probably about the time we were when watching. I, when I start like remembering sports yeah. memories. Yeah. And sometime around that age. I don't mean it's just something like so special about I don't know I, I I cried so much watching like all of like his like final stuff at, at American Airlines Arena but that Spurs one just locked me up yeah like all those moments like the thoughts of being in the gym like I'm sure there were some times that he wanted to quit like frustrated the ownership Mark Cuban I'm sure made him mad a couple times but man to get to that moment and to see all these accomplishments played out in front of you and to have arenas all year standing up for you. Like there was a lot of hustle and grind in there. And, and he, honestly, he'd have been, he could have gotten paid the last few years going somewhere else. His last pay, I think he took a huge pay cut. Yeah, he for sure did. I don't know, man. But, I think there's something special about that legacy. Yeah, that's, that's a long time to be with one team. And to get one championship. And to get one championship. That feels like you kind of... Right place, right time. Wasn't yeah. even your best team. Yeah. Got cheated. Yep, got cheated one before that. I'm not bitter. I do think about you for it. sure got cheated, though. I do think about it all the time, but I don't know. I, I, that's just like, like swelled all these things up in me of like, man, I think we miss out so much because we, we try to like get rich quick. We try to, you know. I think that's why there's so much entrepreneurial spirit. I think that's why there's a lot of people starting businesses that have no, really shouldn't start a business. You think? They should not. You think people are just like, are constantly having an identity crisis? Crises? Like, crises? Crises? Like, I feel like a a lot of people don't necessarily know exactly who they are. I don't know if it's like, whether like, everything so polarizing like you're on this side or that side so you might think this thing but nobody's gonna affirm yeah. it like i don't know if there's like a like affirming people isn't as prevalent nowadays mm-hmm. as it used to be so people don't necessarily know 
like what they're good at. So they're constantly like trying to figure out who they are. So they're bouncing from thing to thing Yep. to try and figure out what sticks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I think, I think most people have no clue who they are. And I think that it, I think a lot of people are who the surroundings around them say they are. Yeah. You know, at some point somebody told, told some kid he was really good at basketball. And he believed it at some point, and he kept getting better at it. But, like, who's Dirk now? If Dirk was only basketball, Dirk's going to be in a bind. Yeah. Because he's not getting back on the court. I mean, he probably could. And if he's listening, one more year's fine. It'll help your legacy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't think people have any idea who they are. And I think that's why a lot of people – that's why it makes me nervous when people start businesses, if I'm really honest. Because I don't think most people should. I know that's like really rude to say, but I think for a lot of people, I don't think that that's the way they're really wanting to do. They're passionate about something, but they don't really want to run a business. They just want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's this weird stigma now about you have to be the number one. Like you have to be the CEO, the champ, the guy. And I don't think that's for everybody. I think that number two, it, it, some people were created to be that in a company structure. I'd rather be number two. You know you know what I'm saying? I, I think that's like got this weird stigma to it. Like, you work your way to the top, but for some people, the top of their job is being really good in a factory. Like they're really good at doing this repetitious thing, and they and they enjoy it. But something leaks into them that they should be doing more with that job. Mm-hmm. And so you get some guy that goes and starts his own company, and maybe he's he's the best. Give me a product. I don't want to say anything that's calling someone out. Taco shells. Yeah, maybe he, taco shells. Maybe this guy worked in a factory for twenty years making taco shells. He's like, man, I make the best taco shells here. And he goes and starts his own taco shell company. And he's making great taco shells. Well, as exp- he has no idea how to expand. He doesn't care about the financials of taco shells. He doesn't want to go out and find what the best way to get the best ingredients or the cheapest wholesale. Like he just, he's making the best taco shells. And then everything falls apart because... He's, it's no longer about what he loved doing. Now it's about running a company so that other people get to do what he loves doing. And he completely loses sight of. Now he's frustrated. Now he's staying out late because he's having to keep up with this. He never actually does what he loves. He falls out of love with his craft. And then his company shuts down. Just, and I think that happens all the time. Yeah. Yo, you're not supposed to be a CEO, maybe. <laughs> I think it would be so cool to see somebody do something like that and say... I, I don't really want to run this company. I just literally want to sit down here and do this. So I'm going to hire the people that I'm going to trust to run this company. But I'm going to literally sit down here and make taco shells for the rest of the day. That's what I'm going to do. I love doing it. It's my favorite thing on earth. I make the best. You want a little curve on there? Gotcha. You want it to be flat so it just sets straight up? Gotcha. You know, multicolor taco shell? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You want a little Easter egg design? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know? And then he can worry about hiring a CEO or a sales team to do taco sales, gotcha, and go out and like sell it to companies or get it into HEB or whatever. But he didn't need to do it. He's probably not good at it. But he's good at making taco shells. He's the best at it. Hmm. He's a taco shell king. I felt like you just wrote my biography. Did, yeah. you, know, did you know I was super into taco shells? I, I, I just found that out, actually. Yeah. You look like it. You just explained my journey. Exactly. I thought, so what I'm telling you, my advice to you is I don't think you should um, be the CEO of your company. Do you want to be the CEO of my taco shell company? Yeah. Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. I think that would be fun. I'd like to lead up also the taco sales team. 
Okay. Hired. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm the CEO, you're fired. I'm bringing somebody <laughs> else in. See, that's how that works. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get real passionate about like, I think that that identity thing is a big deal. And I think people not being afraid um, to find out what they are good at and what they aren't good at. We, hey, I had an uh, interview today and I asked somebody the question, what are you good at and what are you not good at? And they gave me great answers. They did it. They finally knocked it out. See, it's okay to have a weakness. Mm-hmm. It's okay to know who you are and to continue to get better. My weakness is probably podcasting. No. Or just talking. You have a thousand weaknesses and that's not one. It might be. Golf. Uh, yeah, what well, golf? Disc golf. Go- uh, fishing. Uh, yeah. uh, Coffee. No, that's not one. Shuffleboard. For sure not. Running. Yep. Jumping, dancing, mm-hmm. yep. singing. Yep. Not podcasting. It's up there. It's a top 10. I was trying to name off things that I could beat you in. That's all I was trying to do. Oh, you want to have a singing competition? Bro? Maybe. You want to have a dance off? We can just play my mixtape if you want. Okay. okay. I was also played in sync in sixth grade, so that's 2 0. That's, that's not 2 0. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. lip synced to in sync. But I danced and I wrote my pants off. I just, but you didn't sing. Crowd went crazy. Mm-hmm. Before my ripoff pants hit the ground, that gym had <laughs> erupted. That was a big moment in my life, if I really think back on it. That's another thing that I think I need. That's what I need for my Easter gift, so, is some ripoff pants. Ripoff pants were the best. They That was my favorite piece of clothing for a long time. I would just wear those around the house just so I could rip them off, button them back up, and rip them off again. Yep. Just that, just the sound they made. <laughs> Yeah. I just remember being at basketball games as a kid because the reason I wanted them was so that I didn't have to take my shoes off. Yep. You know, I could just take, you know, then I'm ready to roll. But I just remember waiting. It's like, all right, it's time to warm up. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Those were kind of the best. You know, see, that's the thing, though. Some guy made those. His kid was going to a basketball game or some event. And he said, man, this is really dumb that you're having to take your shoes off because you got these big basketball shoes on. Let's make some pants that look cool that you could just literally just take off. Maybe he started with Velcro first. You know? And then just started getting to the... You know? And then he started a company. And he starts making this and everything's going good. You know, he's starting to sell this out. The patent's working. And then all of a sudden, how many rip-off pants have you seen this year? None. You haven't seen yeah. any, Jared. You haven't seen a single bit because this guy took what his passion was, didn't know his identity, and then started a company and the company failed. I did forget to mention that the Easter Bunny jeans, those Easter Bunny's jeans were rip-off jeans. No, no. They're the Velcro ones then, the original, the prototypes. Yeah. That's what happens, Jared. That's why you got to be careful. You apparently have to be careful when you follow through with your business plan and hire a CEO so you can do what you love and then because the CEO will fire you. No, rehired. I wanted you to understand the journey. Okay. It's your company anyway. I can't fire you. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't even know how we started talking about rip-off pants. we have any good uh, comments or questions? No. Okay, good. I don't think so. Man. Yeah, Dirk kind of, Dirk took me through a little bit of a journey. Man, we've hit the gamut today. 
We talked about Easter eggs. We talked about ripaway pants. Identity. We got a little deep there for a minute. What? I lost you. No, you didn't. You, you literally fell asleep. I was kind of. I was, you re- literally I, was, I was reading a comment, and I was seeing if there was a question or not that we could talk about okay. in the comment. Sorry, I thought you. I thought you fell asleep. No, nah. that is something that is not one of my weaknesses. Well, sleeping at night is one of my weaknesses. Yep, but napping is one of my strengths. Okay. How long are your naps? Uh, it depends. Give me a range. Sometimes 15 minutes. Sometimes That's a nap. It's like four hours. Not a nap. That's sleeping. A nap is 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes. Well, I'll give you an hour. Four hours? That's more than you get at night. Yeah, it probably is. Have you learned anything new this week you can drop on the people? Oh, you did? What did I learn? No, you're going to have to figure it out, my man. This is about Instagram? Yep. And Facebook? So, for all you marketing people who might listen to this podcast for marketing. I was looking, I was just looking up some stats. I'm trying to redo some, some of our ads to, um, I don't know, just freshen them up a little bit. So I was doing some research on, um, just analytics, average analytics, like across different platforms. And I was looking at, um, different types of campaigns like, um, cost per click, Campaigns, page, CPC, page like, do what? PL. There you go. Oh, yeah. You're just being cool over there using abbreviations. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, some CPC campaigns and some page like campaigns and a few other. And um, I was kind of surprised by what I found. And this this yeah, data right. might have changed because I'm pretty sure this was a. It's I don't know. I don't remember how old the article was, but um, apparently Instagram was like one of the worst places for if you're trying to get people to click on your ad cost-wise as, as, yeah as, as as much as how much you're paying for a click yeah like and like even like the right column on Facebook was cheaper than it like the audience network was the Facebook news feed was um, basically like every other placement was cheaper than Instagram which kind of yeah, surprised yeah. me but then it also said that the like engagement rates and stuff on Instagram were the highest out of any platform. So, um, yeah, I think that's something valuable that people have to think about when they're like placing ads is what's the objective and what platform according to what objective, yep. uh, like is most beneficial for that objective, which I don't, I don't know if a lot of people think about that. So maybe if you're just trying to get engagement or followers or stuff, um, Instagram is the place to be, but if you're trying to get people to your website, um, or click on something on your ad, Instagram might not be the best place. So it's what you're saying that most companies have an identity. Crisis. They do. They might. I don't know if they have an identity identity crisis. They just haven't put in the time to know who they are. To know who they are. So I guess they. Yeah. I guess that identity could be. Crisis. I guess that could be classified as a identity crisis. But yeah, that that, that those stats kind of surprised me, especially the the right column one. Yeah, I'm, I still kind of want to call uh, BS on that. I, I hate the right column, but maybe maybe it's a different demo that's hitting them. Maybe, you know, yeah, maybe no it's idea. an older gen that's. I don't know why I'm abbreviating everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Identity crisis. That's the uh, 
I guess that's the theme for today. Do you have an identity crisis? Um, I don't think so. Do you think I do? No, you don't. I think you're. I think out of people I know, I think you are more secure in who you are than most people I know by far. Yeah, by far. I think you knew who you were at like four. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I really have a crisis. I think I have a pretty good grip on who I am. Oh, I, there, I definitely there, think that. There's some things I wish were different, but yeah, call me if you get to a point where that changes. Yeah. Some of that might be the competitor in you, though. I wish I, wish I was a little less introverted. But I think I think that's changed a ton over the last 10 years. Maybe. Dude, you're on a podcast. Like, you speak to clients all the time. Like, you're, I think that it's, like, drastically different. Dude, there was, like, a three-year stretch there where I couldn't even get you to hang out with me. When was Is that? Watch- oh, because I was watching Jeopardy? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, it was the Game Show Network at that point, just in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I lived with you. That's because the game show network was the best back in the day. No, nah, man, I, I think that uh, I think that you have a pretty good balance of that. I think sometimes you just don't want to be around people. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Sometimes you get life from being alone. I think that's a good yeah. thing. Yep. I just came out of that season, I think. Where I just like needed to. I could hang out with people a couple nights a week, but on the weekends, like I just was turning my phone off. Yeah. It's just stressful. People, man. Yep. Because they don't know who they are. And the reason they probably don't know who they are is they spent too much time at the mall when they were younger. And they, got, and they got trauma from seeing that Easter yep, bunny. Yep. It messed them up, man. It confused yep. who they were. Yep. You know? And they kept opening those Easter eggs and there was stuff in them. It wasn't empty. Wasn't empty. If they would have been empty, they would have realized that there was something more they were missing. Yep. Or if there would have been like a live something in it. Maybe. I'm okay with that. But then PETA's going to be after you. What would you put in there? Maybe a worm? Maybe like a... I don't know. I think a bee would be funny. I was trying to think of like the smallest baby animal. A bee would be real funny. Just a bee. There's three or four bees in there. You'd open it. <laughs> Was that a bee running into one of those lights? Yep. <laughs> We do one, uh, one quick uh, rip away pants noise for me. That sounds like somebody shuffling a deck of cards. Oh, yep. I'm not very good with sound effects or accents. Yeah. You know that. No, Your Velcro sense. sound was pretty spot on, though. How I don't know if I could do that again. I don't even know how you did it, but it was kind of spot on. No, it was, it was different last time. It sounded like someone trying to whistle. What do you, uh, let's wrap it up, man. I got I to gotta go send out of like 40 emails. Um, what's your word of wisdom for the peeps? Um, I guess, um, I don't know. I, I want to say like, if you see a quality in somebody that you respect or you see that they're good at, affirm it in them. So I think like affirmation of qualities is a powerful thing. And I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it doesn't happen very often nowadays. So just like encouraging people with what they're good at. Yeah. Yeah. I think the affirmation is a really, really good thing. Sometimes people don't know that, um, that people see that kind of stuff in them. So Mm -hmm. I think that's good. I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think especially with it being Easter identity and all that's really, really important. But I think my, my biggest thing is like, 
life's a marathon. And sometimes when you're running it, you're going to have obstacles. Life's going to get difficult. You know, your nipples might chafe. You know what happens in a marathon? Mm-hmm. Well, not from the office. Unless you tape it up like Andy. Yeah. Of course, he, he, yeah, he still chafed though. Yeah, it still didn't work out well for him. But yeah, I think I think just putting your head down and realizing that though you're in a marathon and though you're going to fail and it's okay, but realizing how important the day-to-day is. Being disciplined, getting good, um, while really focusing on that people are more important than profit. And so if you're starting a business, <clears throat> find out who you are. If you don't have, if you're introverted, you're not good at sales, go find somebody. If you're great at sales, but you're not good at managing people, go find somebody and build the team that helps strengthen your weaknesses. Don't spend the time trying to strengthen your weaknesses um, to fit the team. Build the team around you. I think that's really, really important. I think that's what we've done here, and that's what I'm real proud about with us. So, yeah, it's a marathon, and it's Easter. And if you're going to do an Easter egg hunt, make it awesome. I think that's the thing. Make it awesome. Yeah. Throw four hundred dollars in one, and then you find it. So it seems like you, you try had, to do it well. You had a chance to win a thousand. Have you seen that dad that does the cup where he puts the five dollars in the cup? Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? So this dad puts five dollars under a red solo cup, and there's three red solo cups, and he like moves it around uh, real slow. Yeah, yeah. And the kid and picks it. There's like a hundred in one of them. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Classic, classic dad move. Um, yeah. Still listening. Thanks for listening. Um, we'd love it if you'd hit subscribe on iTunes. If you're on Facebook, um, shoot us a message. If you have any questions, we'll try to get an answer on the next podcast. Next week, we do have a guest confirmed. This should be pretty fun. Um, it'll be different from what we've done, but I think it'll be one of the most interesting ones we've done. Um, and I, we'll do another one before next Wednesday for sure as well. So if you have questions, you can call into the hotline at. Oh, shoot. I haven't said this number in a while. I don't know if I remember it. If you, have, if, if you have any questions, you can call into the podcast at 940-247-0807. Yep, that's it. 0807. Got him. See? You can, mem- you can remember names and numbers, but not where you ate yesterday. Yeah. What did you have for lunch today? I had some leftover frozen pizza. There we go. You remembered it. Perfect. Hit stars. Um, shoot us any questions. Um, anything else we need to do? I don't think so been a good day happy easter if i don't if i don't see you again you'll see me happy easter probably on easter i don't know you might be running around a lot i have no idea but you'll probably see me on easter i'll see you on easter i'll see you before then too yeah, oh, we got see, golf tomorrow see me tomorrow and friday yeah maybe saturday maybe saturday if you want to help if you want to come over and help me build a fence i'm actually going to i would love to i'm actually going to the um, special olympics track meet wow yeah I'll go hang out with one of my buddies and uh, watch him. I saw he was running like the 4x4 four four relay. Hey, man, that's a hard race. Yeah, 400 like the worst. I gave him a lot of props for that because that is not a race I want to run. Very yeah, hard. I hated And that. I think he was running one of the the longer hurdles too or something. Not like basically a real hard cardio day. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do that. So I'm going to wear my breakaway pants <laughs> just in case, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Facebook Live. 